Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. Big evening. We just witnessed the finale of Michelle's season. Uh, my name is Ryan Jones, joined as always by Katie Waite. Hello, Katie. Hi. Finale night. Finale night. We have a happy for now couple. Everything is exciting. <laughs> For now. <laughs> and uh, the latest happy couple is Michelle and Nate. And we saw on the after show that things are alive and well. He's moving to Minnesota. They have a very large check to make a down payment on a house in Minnesota. Is <laughs> a whole nother discussion that we will get to. The past, you know, couples at the end must be like, <laughs> What did we do wrong? I think for a lot of couples, though, they also knew, you know, they're probably going to move to L.A. And we're just sort of writing them off as as working out. At least in this case, they're like, you have to stay in Minnesota. Yeah. (laughs) And that is going to up your chances of actually staying together. And we are protecting Michelle at all costs. Which is really the most important thing here, because that's what we've yep. said from from the jump. 30 minutes out when we're recording this of the, the episode airing. And I think overall, I think Michelle did really well. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to dissect some of the very polarizing decisions she made in this final episode. Yeah. But as a whole, I thought she did well. And despite what I may or may not think of Nate, I do hope that it works out because by all accounts, Michelle is what we've seen. Just a great person who was actually get ready to drink, folks on this show for the right reasons always been a michelle fan um i i don't know i wasn't excited like before the season because them throwing all these seasons at us right in a row like people are starting to lose interest really like in bachelor nation and when you have someone like michelle i think that's why they saved her for after katie because not that katie wasn't an exciting season or or whatever but I think more fans of Bachelor Nation wanted Michelle to begin with. So I think that's 
it was smart that they saved her for second because I don't know how great Katie's season would have gone if you had to rely on viewership like that um, because people are getting burnt out. Having watched both seasons now, I think we can agree, especially what's happened since Katie's season, that Katie wasn't actually on the show to find somebody to marry. She just Mm -hmm. was on the show to be on the show like a lot of people are. It's not calling out Katie specifically. It, It happens a lot. And it's fine. Yeah. It's, this is what not we're necessarily for. a bad thing, but if, yeah. especially if the one that you pick wants the same thing as you. Um, but yeah, I definitely think Michelle was, I mean, you could tell in every episode that she was there to make it work and to find someone at the end of this long term. Yeah. And so if you're a Bachelor producer and you're thinking, okay, we've got to do these two. I don't know how Katie would follow this season. She wouldn't be able to. <laughs> right. Because it's just a it's just a different vibe. And so I think you're 100% right. I think if you're looking at these two and you're deciding, okay, which one's going to go first, you have to go with Katie first. I think they made the oh, right yeah. call there. And with this season now being over, and I think we need to talk about in sports, you know, like the Mount Rushmore. And um, obviously there's a recency bias, but you have to – no matter what you feel about her her final decision. And I think, again, I'm safe to say it this way because of how I feel about her final decision. You can put her in that top group of really successful Bachelorette. I agree. Generally speaking, if you're talking uh, about the, yeah, the top group, you, at, again, recency bias, but I think you have to include her. Yeah. But let's dig into this three-hour episodes. Got to talk about this studio audience that they had. Oh, my God. ABC in their... Glorious wisdom in the middle of, uh, you know, whatever, like the sixth wave of COVID that we're at at this point. But at like one of the really bad peaks, um, the most contagion of these variants decides we're not only going to have a live studio audience, but we're going to have zero masks. We're just going to have everybody hanging in this room. Very close together. Screaming, hooting, hollering the whole, whole nine. With all of their parents there, by the way. So great job. I mean, that just right away, you're thinking, what is happening here? Not only that, but one of your hosts is not there because she was, I guess, supposedly exposed to COVID and social media went off on them. And I think if you if you paid attention and noticed, um, it definitely made a difference. All the masks came on. Caitlin was very active on Twitter during the show. So she was basically live tweeting while the show like which made for it to be very interesting i think 100 for, for multitasking i really think caitlin more than anyone was the one that brought this to the attention of the people in the building because um she was the first and biggest defender online of as people were just broiling them she said listen people had to be tested twice including the day of the show although she didn't say that they had to be vaccinated which Clearly, they should have been, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so she was like, they, and then this is my favorite part. And she said, they were, we were all, or not we, they were all wearing masks during commercials and when the show was on. So, oh, so they're just, you know, mask off variants everywhere anytime the camera was on. Cool. Yeah. Well, Good don't job. you know it doesn't exist if the camera's on? Yes, that's Haven't true. Have you heard that? You know, it's funny. I think I did see that on Newsmax or something. And so I I give her, I don't know if credit's the right term, but like good for her, I guess, for being the good soldier and um, being very loud about defending uh, why we didn't see people with masks. No, they really do have them. Um, But so 
yeah, she comes on camera and says, uh, just to clear some things up, uh, we, when the camera's been on, the mask's been off, but you know, now, uh, now that people have called us on it, yeah, people are just going to keep their masks on the whole time. Yeah, that's why, that's what everyone is talking about online. I guess yeah. everyone's going to wear their mask. Which, of course, led to, wait a minute, they're doing what we say on Twitter, so maybe if we really scream really loud that Rodney should be the Bachelor, maybe they'll just immediately switch course and have him be the next Bachelor. Yeah. Spoiler alert, that did not work. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Rodney is not the next Bachelor. Uh, But yeah, I think if you're opening the show by saying, oh, Tasha's not here because of COVID, I'm shocked that it didn't pop into someone's head to just say, hey, guys. Um, Shouldn't we put think, a mask on? Yeah, like maybe they have the audience wear masks as we're talking about one of our co-hosts uh, potentially having COVID. Maybe this is a – no, 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 we're still, still – okay, cool. No, we're, we're good to go, guys. It's, yeah, no it's masks. All, all, all systems go. So that was one of the more bizarre things we've seen in really ever – of these yeah, shows. I agree. The, the true live nature of what social media can do. And obviously we like yeah, to I was joke. just going to say, it goes to show that like you, people, you know, people do read, read tweets and, and how, how fast it can spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's spread. Exactly. Um, so it yeah. was just, it was super so weird for, for, first of all, to have them unmasked and then they're coming back from break and like having people make out, whether it was, I don't know if it was Joe and Serena or, or uh, Becca. uh, Obviously. So they're having people make out while there are plenty of unmasked people all around them. But then we get to, okay, never mind. We're going to put masks. Yeah. We're going to put masks on people except for their parents who are probably some of the older people in the audience. It's just, yeah, it's kind of wild. Perfect word for it. It really was. Um, but then in the middle of all this ridiculousness, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we have this great bachelorette, Michelle, who's about to decide who her fiance is going to be. So maybe we should we should go and cover that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that was that was the crazy part. And we're not even talking about the episode yet. <laughs> yeah, we're 10 minutes in. And oh, yeah, by the way, Michelle uh, needed to go on a couple more dates and. People needed to meet her family, but you know, eh, whatever, you know, let's, uh, let's spread some, uh, some COVID first, but so, you know, we, let's watch her journey, um, which when I saw that it was a two hour episode and a one hour episode, I thought we might get rid of that part and only go live at the end, but whatever. So it's, let's go and watch her journey. And she's still thinking about, I can't believe I let Joe go and, you know, going through those emotions, but happy with my decision and now um my family's approval is very important to me and so let's have these two guys meet my family and <laughs> there we go to uh, some of the the questionable uh decision making she made because she was very vocal about how important it was to have her family's approval yet of the two Brandon was basically already a member of the family and Nate was not so much. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny because even she expressed to her parents that in her well her family that it 
it's important. Like, I want to know what you think. Um, I want you to have those tough conversations and just, you know, really want to factor you in strongly with my decision making, um, which was kind of an odd approach for when, how this ends up. Um, but I think usually going into this, this final episode and this finale, um, not just Michelle, but I think no matter if you love, if you're in love with these two people, I think you always have one person that weighs stronger in your mind. Um, like you could tell as soon as, as soon as we saw how well Brandon's date was going, you were like, okay, it's not him. It's going to be Nate. And <laughs> like, right, like 20 minutes in, like, you know, that it's not going to work out in Brandon's favor. This is how it's, how it's going. Um, and it was just, yeah, like I think she just wanted it to be Nate so bad, but when she heard how well Brandon did and how much her parents were like obsessed with him, um, I think she just kept trying to fight that in her mind and be like, no, like it has to be Nate. Like why, why are you saying all this good stuff about Brandon? Which she's obviously there's still a connection. They had a great date. She says she loves him. It, there's no doubt in my mind that it, they, she was in love with both of them. But I think going into this week, I think one usually weighs a little bit heavier in your in in the lead's mind. One hundred percent. And I think we saw that with Brandon after the fact of when he was on the couch. That was what I think he was trying to get at with Michelle. Of yeah. I just watched this back. Like a lot of people, I have some questions. So we all saw what happened. The only way it happens that you and Nate are together is you had to have already made up your mind. So if yeah. you had already made up your mind, why are you saying all these things to me? And he didn't put it in that those words exactly because he sort of wanted her to say. I mean, I, I right. thought that was the perfect way for him to put it. He's like, I just kind of want to hear your side of what happened. Yeah, I mean, after seeing like after seeing how everything played out, really, like, how do you pick Nate over Brandon? Like, even down to the letter after Nate's date, like, just everything. Like, he is a thousand percent in. He's willing to do whatever, move, like, not really, just anything, really. And, like, how do you pick Nate over that? So it definitely was set in her mind that it, it's Nate. I just have to get him there. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it out loud so many different ways yeah. about she'd run off all these things uh, about Brandon. And I guess the only thing with Brandon was, uh, you know, she just didn't feel as strongly about him as she did with Nate, which again, at the end, yeah. I guess it's not a guess. It is the most important part, but literally everything else she said, everything I've ever asked for, every, you know, he, the little yeah. things I never have to worry about, um, how he feels about me. He sees me. We have fun. Like just everything positive, positive, positive. And then it gets to Nate and this is her saying it. Saying, oh, you know, I just kind of feel like I'm into him more than he's into me. And I don't really know where, how he feels. And I yeah, don't know. Like, do you he... want those feelings going into an engagement, let alone a relationship? But it just, Every her words, you know, we can talk about edits and clearly, yeah, Brandon no, 
Okay. Yeah, Brandon was given the better edit. I don't think anybody in this in this episode. It, it's impossible to argue otherwise because yeah. the people that were pro Nate, um, uh, you know, while watching this show on on Twitter, were people who were going to be pro Nate no matter what, and that's whatever. We we all find our favorites. Yep. But even those people, I think, would probably admit, yeah, this didn't didn't make Nate look real good. Yeah. Whereas Brandon, it's hard to find a negative from start to finish. I mean, from the beginning of him saying, oh, my God, this is the missing piece of my life. And this is amazing to his heart. Yeah, there really was no negativity. (laughs) Seriously, to to BFFs with the family right away, like we're going on vacation. And then gets his heart shattered in a billion pieces. And he's the one consoling her. Yeah. Just top to bottom. So there's clearly some editing going in. Like, listen, we're, we want to point you in the wrong direction since we don't want it to be so obvious that she's picking Nate. So we're going to make it every negative thing we can is there. But still, it's there. It just might be highlighted, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. And so to, to hear her say it out loud, I think you put it perfectly. She was sort of convincing herself to the end there of like, I'm just, I'm going to say, this is what I need. All my family is really important. You know what they think is important, but really I'm just going to, we're going to talk our way into it. Cause this is the way I'm going. Yeah. I thought at, um, after he sat down with her family, I, I, at the end of that, I thought he was going to like walk back in or something and do something. And I, maybe it would have helped a little bit, um, but yeah, he, he was not happy hearing that his feelings didn't portray correctly to her family during that, <laughs> that meeting. Um, and, and I think in her parents' mind too, they were so set on Brandon. So anyone to try to compare to him the day after or hours later, or whatever, would be very difficult to see past that. Yeah. And it's just, if you're Nate, the minute you sit down, you can feel it. I mean, you might've even heard them talking about Brandon on your way in because I mean, they're (laughs) steps into the door and they're talking about how, Oh yeah, Brandon's all in. It's Oh, hi, how are you? Welcome. Good to to see you. Yeah, exactly. And, but the minute you sit down, it's just like, yeah, So this is crazy and just silence. Okay, well, let's go sit down. And mom. Yeah, and he was like, oh, struggle city. (laughs) Yeah, and mom right away was just so, yeah. Oh, and I think she had Brandon on the mind. I was almost kind of worried like, hey, her and Ephraim are tight, but I don't know. She seemed pretty into Brandon. Yeah. Um, But Nate also didn't give the best answers, which is sort yeah, of not at all. emblematic of his season. You know, there were a lot of times where, uh, whether it be Michelle or some of the guys, he wouldn't necessarily give the A-plus answer. And mm-hmm. this really wasn't any different. Mom, dad, Michelle, pretty much in every situation, I'm sort of yelling at the TV, like, what are you doing? Yeah. How is this a decision? Yeah. <laughs> What are you trying to say? <laughs> it just, I mean, okay, is she the one? 
well, my heart's pointing in that direction. Um, Not sure oh. you could get more red flags. I mean, seriously. Well, are you ready for an engagement? Uh, yeah, definitely. That's where we're headed. Um, and give credit to the mom because a lot of times the the problem parent if you will that we see every year yeah they're just giving they're just there to be difficult and i think we've seen enough of her parents at this point is that's literally never their intention mm -hmm. like they seem like normal folks who just are just nice right yep and she wasn't mean about it she just was being honest which is what michelle asked of her and she said mm -hmm. listen i don't I'm not getting the vibe from you that you want to be engaged. Whew, throw up the red flag. And mm -hmm. I don't think Nate really came back with that great of an argument. Yeah. No, he didn't. I, I don't think he understood what he was trying to say um, and what the correct answers were <laughs> to the <laughs> questions that you were supposed to say to <laughs> the woman's parents um, that you're trying to be engaged to. I think, well, I think he thought he did. And he very oh, quickly. He 100% thought he did. I he, he knew that he did struggle because he was like, oh, your mom's a straight shooter. Um, but I love that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and, and it was tough, but I think he thought he did pretty good. <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent thought, oh yeah, I got all the answers, nailed it, like stuck the landing. But I mean, his mother or her mother put it perfectly. He said, you're saying these words and I just don't believe any of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it was just, it was tough for me. And then me. he messed up and he's like, I don't take love seriously. And yeah. Like, what? He was definitely all of a sudden back on his heels and like, oh, well, maybe I didn't nail that so hard. And yeah. um, to be fair, almost the first thing he said with Michelle was that about her being a straight shooter. Cause, so he clearly picked up on like, yeah, I thought I had the answers to all like. Yeah. Maybe I, didn't I was, impress her. Yeah, I was I was gonna ace this coming in, and I'm starting to think maybe I didn't. So let's get ahead of that. Yeah, and, and Michelle was so disappointed. I think not in her family, but disappointed that her family didn't welcome Nate as as quickly as Brandon. As right, they did Brandon. You know, another example of her saying what a lot of us saw, um, and you know, we're watching and then she expressed was I'm at a point now where I think I'm more scared to lose him than he's scared to lose me. And again, let's throw that flag up. Like, Red flag number 45. Yeah. We're just, we're just going to ignore that. And so for me, and there's like was, nothing wrong with me no either. Like there's, he's not a Jed and he's not like, <laughs> Like someone that we have a reason to not like. Like, I think just compared to the his, her relationship with Brandon, like, how how did you pick Nate? <laughs> like, there's nothing, there's not, like, a, a bad past that we know of with Nate or anything. Um, it's just the comparison, I think. Well, let's just put it this way. If you were to sit 
just sit them down and ask them to explain this. Like, okay, this is like three days before you're going to get engaged. And Michelle is sitting there saying, I need you to actually mean what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And to have Nate then say like, oh, well, I love you. And for her first response to be, are you sure? Yeah. That's probably not the That's best sign. <laughs> yeah. I would really like to just see that scene played back to them and be like, walk us through what the hell happened here. Mm-hmm. Because I'm guessing if that's the conversation you're having, maybe three days from now, eh, even in Bachelor Nation, maybe it's a bad sign that you shouldn't be yeah. getting engaged. Yeah. Just, it, but. Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. But I have to say, yeah. while I think you and I are part of the majority, it's not as heavy of a majority as I was expecting. Mm. And. I think part of it is, at least to me, I thought Nate handled himself really well on the after show. Mm-hmm. I think he looked more engaged, no pun intended. Um, yeah. I think they looked more in sync. I mean, listen, we've had a few months of them just being able to figure this out. Yeah. Talk. So I think that helped matters. But even as he's like, what I'm thinking is digging his grave, there are a lot of... Nate stands who were just saying, I don't understand all the Nate haters out there. These two were perfect. And um, even my sister who every so often will, will send me a, a text during the show mm-hmm. uh, after she dumped Brandon, she sent me like a message and I was like, Oh yeah, I feel so bad for him. And she's like, why Nate's perfect. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I guess this is not going to be uh, a unanimous decision. Not that anything is. So <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of people listening right now screaming about like, how dare you talk about Nate that way? Yeah. And, and we're not saying we don't like him. Like, yeah. Other, saying other that there than the red flags. And when you compare them to her relationship with Brandon, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> other than the dangling earring, um, Nate seems fine. But I just don't, I didn't get it. We're not a hater. We're not a hater. We're not a (laughs) hater. Yes, listen, they're they're soul nates and that's fine. Um, I just, if if you're doing apples to apples, I cannot possibly see coming out of those four dates, if you will, you know, two on each side with the parents and then just their last date. I don't yeah. see how you come out of that date being like, yeah, and this she is said, the guy. Like, she, she did say like, there was a lot we didn't see. Um, she, he is, she basically said he is more romantic than he came off as I think. <laughs> um, so that's another thing. Like we don't see everything. So yeah. if, you know, if we were in Michelle's shoes, like obviously she went with him for a reason like maybe that one reason she went with him, we didn't see. So that, you know, that could explain everything. Right. And it's just, it's tough for the viewer when you hear her. How dare they not think of us? Yeah, exactly. Please, Michelle, think of how we've seen this. Is you have her talk about all of the things that she's dealt with in the past in relationships. Mm-hmm. And then you have her express those doubts specifically just to Nate. As in, yeah. oh, wow, this is what I did in my past relationships. Oh, I'm doing with Nate. 
this is what my past boyfriends did. Oh, that's what Nate's doing. And oh, my mother prefers Brandon, my father, my sister, the shaman that I just met yesterday. Like Tasha and, and uh, Caitlin are giving him uh, a certain look. You know, like literally yeah. everyone was like, really? This is, this is okay, cool. So yeah. it's just, it's a little, little hard to see all of that and then think, that's my guy. Yep. Um, but we get engaged. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy. And except for Brandon, except for Brandon. Um, I thought he also handled himself very well on the after the final rose, by the way, because he, uh, it's always I, good when the person that's broken up with, like still has so many high things to, to say about, the ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend or whatever. Um, like she, he just praised her the entire time. And that was definitely the bigger person of him because it could have been the other way, but um, it just speaks volumes to how Michelle really is. I think. What a 100%. Not mean, that we did reassurance. No, but that's a great point because it, with a lesser lead, I think this is a very different after show um, and, and a different, a different family. You know, it's, it, listen, give Michelle all the credit because the person has to do the work, but you know, her parents are a big reason why. And I think the fact that we saw Brandon cursing on live national television because um, you know, it's talking about how I, you know, I miss your fucking family. That's, Tells you all you need to know about his relationship with her, how quickly. Yeah, and how deep it really was. Yeah, because we we talk about how oh my god, we they have to do this in a couple you know in a couple months. Well, he built this relationship with her parents in like six hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the other thing we're dealing at a very high level across all levels here from. Yeah. Uh, from Nate to Michelle to Brandon to their families. So Poor Brandon, though, because then you hear her mother say, oh, we're so in love with Nate. <laughs> like, his, our, like, we're best friends. Our moms are best friends. <laughs> like, Brandon must that, be backstage like, oh, That could have been me. Oh, my God. So many good times, like, when you found me in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I gave you those brand new swim drunks and <laughs> it was going to be a story we were going to tell every year at the holidays. It was going to be so great. Yeah. It's going to be a running joke. You don't have any running jokes with Nate. Yeah. What are you going to start wearing an earring? Come on, <laughs> let's go. Um, and so everyone's, you know, as happy as they're going to be. And uh, the fact that Brandon continued to take the high road of uh, really do wish the best and, um, sort of dodged the question about how he feels about her now because he said it wouldn't be appropriate. Um, yeah. And so nailed all those answers. But then we have the happy couple come out. As I said before, I thought Nate handled himself very well. But here's the question. And uh, I have a Twitter poll up uh, at Bachelor Podcast. Have it up for we're, – we're taping this Tuesday evening, so it'll be up until uh, – Thursday sometime. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how long you think 
this couple will be together. And I have four options for you. I already voted in it. <laughs> so the options are forever, obviously, a year, six months, or the clock is ticking. So Ms. Waite, which option did you vote for? I chose six months. As did I. And, uh, you know, we're only an hour in, but right now six months is leading the way at 45%. Okay. Followed by clock is ticking at 25%, 16% uh, for a year and 14% are those eternal optimists out there that say forever, obviously. So, uh, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bachelor, at Bachelor Podcast on Twitter, let your voice be heard. Do you think that we could have another success story? Or is this going to be, oh, we're, we're parting, but we're still the best of friends? We're always going to have a special place in our hearts for each other. So do you, so if they break up, <laughs> what happens to that money? That's a great question. I wonder if that was just like, like she was getting a bonus or something from her season. And they're like, let's say it's for their house. So like, regardless, it's hers. Or is it somewhere in a contract, like the ring? That's a I great wonder. question. Because we've never uh, seen that before. No, as uh, as the all former leads will happily tell you, we have not seen that before. Yeah. Um, I think, oh God, you have to imagine it's just written out to her 
individually. Yeah. And oh god, because I get well, I guess it could be to both of them. And then if they break yeah, up, yeah, unless it's just, just like part of part of her payment. Right, because like her, her quote-unquote salary. Right, yeah. I mean, they could. They certainly could have added uh, that so that it was a quote-unquote surprise to her. Because depending on the lead, um, I believe the rumors out there is that it's about $200,000, $250,000 by itself just to, like, to be the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can negotiate. And with her being as popular, maybe there was that, like, hey, if I get engaged – you're you're giving me an extra 200k which by the way $200,000 which i haven't seen anywhere officially and i don't know if she said that out loud i couldn't quite hear over the but it's on the I internet so. said, that's what i heard okay well so and it's on the internet so it's got to be true but $200,000 who needs $200,000 as a down payment, down to, your, payment. to your what i assume is her first i guess i shouldn't assume it's her first home cuz first time home buyers you pay less um, I guess I shouldn't assume she doesn't know wherever she lives now. But either way, even a normal down payment in Minnesota. Yeah. Where the dollar is going to go a little further than if you're on either of the coasts. Mm-hmm. $200,000 down payment. Is she out there buying a $2 million house? Yeah. Well, probably. Like, why? She's, it's Minnesota. She's a, she's a celebrity now. She's going to be an influencer. They My both God. are. They $2 need million, to live the lifestyle. Two million dollars in Minnesota, you're buying like five houses and then building your own brand new house on top of the five houses. Yeah. I just mind boggling. But that's crazy. My mind was blown before, but that is that's a fascinating question. We already know about the ring. Okay, you gotta give the ring back. Yep. If they buy a house. How ABC can't recoup that money? I know. You owe us two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, can you imagine they they move into this house? If that happens, they move move into a house and they then break up, and then they also lose their house. Yeah, eight months from now, you know, there's a knock on the door. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you got that two hundred k for us, or? <laughs> Um, cause the VIG's running and actually we're up to like 290. Um, I know interest yeah. rates are low, but this is the bank of ABC and, uh, so I, ma- I just, typed, cheap. I just typed it into Redfin just to, cool. just to see. So Minneapolis, Minneapolis, um, the highest I see is like four, seven, four seventy to 520. Oh my God. So like. Listen, so they could buy a half a million dollar house. Almost, I mean, there's like one, there's one I see that's like 650, but that's like, that's the whole outline of the whole entire city. That's as high (laughs) as it goes. But even if they, let's say they find a million dollar house, which fine. They're going to, their mortgage payment is basically going to be like some people's HOA fees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm like a million dollar house. <laughs> That's not how it is here in Boston. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, you, you're certainly in a much, I mean, even in Connecticut, it's bad. But um, yeah, people, you want some fun. If you're not from the Northeast, uh, you, you bring up Zillow, go to Boston. 
check out some of the prices and what you're getting. Yeah. If well, Katie, this Katie were the bachelorette and getting a check, it would have to be a whole lot higher. Yeah. <laughs> Did it one million just for the down payment. <laughs> Nothing uh, less. So you you you're you're at six months, is your guess. Yeah. Uh, My, I mean probably less, but I'm saying six months just because they seem so set on they do house hunting right now. That it's going to take a long time for them to find a place and also figure out that they're not right for each other. Yeah. My immediate text to my sister was, uh, I give him five months. And she was appalled. She's like, you're so negative. I said, <laughs> well, not always. And if this were Brandon, I'd probably I be like. I didn't know we had such a, such a neat. I, nor did I. Um, but if, if. If it were Brandon, I'd probably be helping them plan their honeymoon at this point. So, like, it's not negative all the time. It's just this recency bias. That's what I need to be. What, <laughs> just what we saw. And it just, I, I, I can't even. Um, but Okay, now I'm looking at all of them in Minnesota. Oh, you moving to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. What's that about? <laughs> it's basically Canada. Yeah. You better like hockey. Yeah. Now I'm going to get a bunch of angry emails from people in Minnesota. We don't sound like that. You're right. You don't. I do awful accents, but yeah. still, you're basically in Canada. There go, there go our listeners in Minnesota. Yeah. That's okay. We have people in Iceland listening right now. And I'd like to say hello to our listeners in Iceland. Thank you for continuing yeah. to send DMs. I appreciate it. Um, because if you want a little spoiler, by the way, and I got a mini spoiler from our listener in, in Iceland. Um, Clayton is going to be heading there. So what up? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Woo. I don't know with who, so don't worry. It's not a real spoiler. Um, <laughs> but that, spoiler. Yeah, location spoiler. Oh my God, how dare you? Um, you're not spoiler free. Yeah. <laughs> but that does lead us to Clayton. So um, he, oh here's, here's the thing. I'm with 98% of people. Didn't get why Clayton was picked, um, especially after watching this episode, because I, as Brandon's broken up with, I'm thinking, wow, he was so good. Clearly something has to happen with, you know, we have an Ari situation where the, the, the pick on the show doesn't end up being, and maybe they're back together. There's something there. Yeah. I don't know how you could possibly watch this episode and think like Clayton's our guy. Yes. Because Brandon gave you literally everything you need to make like the most killer promo for yep. a season of the bachelor. With that said, I also think Clayton handled himself very well tonight. I do too. It's the most, most, um, personality we've seen since, since he stepped out of that limo low bar but yes yeah even caitlin who had the best line that maybe she's ever had on any show that she's ever been on including her own which was our next guest really does need an introduction because no one knows who he is <laughs> and just you could not sum up his season upcoming season of the bachelor better than that yeah. And even I, he he made jokes about it. He's like, 
the horse got more <laughs> panini <laughs> screen time than I did. Well, and I think it's clear he's had a lot of really good media training because if you try oh, yeah, to definitely. if you try to fight against the losers like me who are screaming at the top of their lungs, oh my God, you're not Rodney, whatever, and you try to say like, give me a shot, whatever. No, you know what you say when somebody like me says it should be Rodney? You say you're right. I hope it's Rodney. He could have. I hope he gets another season because there's still time. Yep. You you just go with it. You don't try to go against the current because you're just going to tire yourself out. So yep. you know what we're going to do? We're going to have you read some mean tweets and talk about how you look like Shrek and um, Which how. Never seen, by the way. Did he say that? No, but he was like, oh, that's the one when they kiss and he becomes really handsome, right? <laughs> There's a happy Not ending, quite. right? Not mm. quite. And so despite 98% of Bachelor Nation seemingly, the internet's not real, but it seems like everyone's, oh my God, no, Clayton, please, myself included. I think this rollout has been really strong. And despite the clip that they're getting us with, which is you know his version of the, the fence jump, I was intimate with both of you. I was in love with three of you. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, you're showing us who's in the final three. It doesn't matter if people weren't gonna watch. So now you have to get people, yep. make sure, obviously people like you and I, we're degenerates, we're gonna watch. <laughs> but for the but for the people in between who, you know, because ratings are a bit down, mm -hmm. they want to kick off the season, hopefully with at least equal ratings to where they are now. You don't want to keep eroding. This is how you do it. You say you got to, just like with Colton, you got you to gotta find out when the fence jump is. Now it would appear, although Caitlin said, you know, you think you might know, but you don't. So maybe this is earlier, but mm -hmm. it would appear this isn't until the end. But who knows? Maybe he's banging these girls earlier on. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, it's you got to find out. All bets are off with this kid. Yeah. But as much as I was anti, and I mean, still am, because whatever. I'd still there's so many more people. Again, I was thinking Rodney, and then after watching this, why is Brandon not have his own season? Um, yeah, I I actually I I'm a huge Brandon fan. I don't think he could carry a season. I didn't think so before this episode. I think that he was so just perfectly set up. It was. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It was. I just don't know if he has. Uh, he, I don't think he has the amount of enthusiasm as you need for a lead because you, you need a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But lo I mean, love him, and he'll. Hopefully he'll find someone, maybe in paradise. I don't know. Dude. Um, but I don't think uh, he couldn't carry a season. If he goes to paradise, you want to talk about cleaning up. Holy moly. Um, yep. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. And I just, after watching this, because we had talked, whatever, five weeks ago about Colton's, or Colton's, oh my God, sorry. Oh my Clayton's. God bachelor edit that he got you know sort of his audition on his only episode we ever really got to see anything of him um and you're like okay fine i get but then you watch this and be like if you had to watch every just individual episode that 
focused on one person as their like angel at it, mm-hmm. who would you pick as the bachelor? Like, well, either Rodney or Brandon, because like yeah. both of their episodes were just, oh my God, this perfect. person, this person is perfect. Um, but yes, before this episode, I 100% was great guy. Eh, don't think he quite has the it factor. Yeah. But I mean, what are they going to say? But the people at ABC are swearing up and down that Clayton's going to be amazing. But what are they going to say? Eh, this season's crap. Don't watch. So Yeah, please don't watch. You know, that's like every every band ever is like, this is our greatest album we've ever made. Well, what are they going to say? We just put out an album that sucks. But This isn't you know. as good as the last two, but you should listen. <laughs> yeah, but we owed the label an album. So, you know, whatever. Stream it. Don't stream it. It's cool. No. We're still getting paid. Um, and that is... January the 3rd, where we get to see Clayton show us his personality for the first time. Second time now, because we, we saw it we saw it now on yep. after the final rose. And so we're gonna get to see it a whopping second time. Two weeks. Back on back, back on Monday nights. Yeah. The Ooh. night is back. It's very Bachelor exciting. Mondays. And uh one more reminder before we get to other news uh, at bachelor podcast on Twitter. We need to know what the history is going to show here that we just witnessed another, I shouldn't say another one of the few happy couples. Um, or will they be over soon? Go vote. Let your voice be heard. Yeah. Let's see what you think. That's it. But as we close the book on Michelle's season, um, we do that, you know, fun and jokes aside, hope that they're, they're successful, but that aside, as we close the book, uh, what else is going on in this ridiculous world? Um, not too much. Um, unfortunately, Astrid and Kevin's newborn just tested positive for COVID. Oh. Um, so they're in isolation in a hospital. Um, <sighs> I think he's just one month old, I oh think. God. Um, so not sure how he contracted it or whatever, but. Um, they are in isolation as a family together, obviously with a newborn, you, you would have to be. Um, and then only one other story, which, which is so bizarre, I think, and awkward. Um, so you've probably seen that Hannah Brown's brother got engaged (laughs) to Jed's ex-girlfriend. And I thought like, it was just weird when I first read it, but then I found out that it was the girlfriend that Jed had when Jed proposed to Hannah. That and I didn't that's see. when it became interesting. What? So yeah. I was like, oh that's like just such a weird coincidence and like unfortunate and just like awkward. And then I was like, oh it was that girlfriend. It could have been any girlfriend that Jed had. Of course. It was the one that he was dating as he proposed to Hannah. That is wild. Yeah. That. And they seem happy. Like there, there's doesn't seem like there's any bad blood or anything. I think it's just, I, I assuming if they've been dating for a while, since they've been get engaged that you're kind of either over it or just accepted it. Well, they're probably only dating for two months. Right. I mean, probably. <laughs> So Hannah but I was is like, oh, that's be... just like such a weird coincidence. And then I was like, oh, that one. So her sister-in-law 
is going to be the girlfriend that her ex-fiance had while they were dating. That's so mad. That's like that's like a lifetime movie that you, a script would get thrown away. I'm sure like, she's super upset that this did not happen before the book drop because. Oh yeah. I'm still. I'm definitely reading it. I just don't know when I'm gonna have time to read the book, but it seems like it would fit in in her crazy life um, stories in this book. So I'm sure she's she's upset about that, but. Yeah. God bless this mess. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Oof. Well, well I got. if that isn't the best way to end a season, <laughs> and I don't know what is. I mean, yeah. my Lord, that's fantastic. Bravo, Katie. Well done. Thank you. Incredible. You can find us at Bachelor Podcast on all socials. Clayton is on the way. And so after a very short break... We will see you right back here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 